And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest Stats Can report sees more wheat and barley and less canola and pulse acreage seeded this year. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. The latest farm survey from Stats Can says farmers have planted more wheat and barley and less canola and lentils this year. The federal agency says Saskatchewan farmers planted 15% more wheat this year, the first increase in four years. Barley is up 16%, canola is down 3.5%, and lentils have declined 15%. FarmLink Marketing Solutions Senior Analyst Neil Townsend says there are a few surprises in the seeding survey from StatsCan. I think the general direction of where they took things was to be expected from the market. I'd say one of the ones that kind of looked like a little bit of an outlier was the large Durham number, 6.2 million acres. I mean, uh, you know, we've run our iterations here at FarmLink several times starting in January, and our latest estimates on acreage were in June. And, uh, you know, Durham kind of ebbed and flowed a little bit, but, I mean, ours came in at, you know, our final estimate came in at 5.5 million acres. So that's about, you know, 700,000 acres below. The other one I'd say would be for wheat. Um, you know, the CWRS number was fairly interesting, but then uh, they also had a, a quite a large number for other spring wheat, uh, not including CWRS. Uh, we would kind of take issue with that number. That seems large compared to what we've been surveying or what our analytics say. Their overall wheat number was a little bit larger than ours, partly because of that and partly because of bigger CWRS acres. So we're probably towards the smaller side on the on the CWRS and the spring wheat acres in Canada, but we're pretty confident that maybe the farmers didn't get in quite as many as that. But also if we shift over, you know, the acres from Durham into into spring wheat, I mean we can maybe buy into that argument a little bit. And the other one was canola. We knew it was going to go up. I mean the trade knew it was going to go up. They took it up to 22.7. That's still below the number we have. We have 23.4 million acres. And um, again, just from what we've heard from our uh, clients and uh, the footprint we have across Western Canada and our surveys, we've heard there's more canola acres than uh, than what Stats Canada has. And again, Stats Canada, the acres and the canola estimates, they tend to have a um, upward trajectory from April to June to the final. So we anticipate that the number will get closer to our number at the at the end. What does all this mean for the prices then for wheat and canola? Well, again, I, I think like for canola, there's a lot of, un- for the entire market, there's a lot of uncertainty with regards to the trade, uh, you know, tensions that are ongoing between primarily China and the U.S., but also the NAFTA and all of those kinds of things. And I think the market's still trying to sort out, you know, where does canola fit into that riddle? I mean, in the one hand, it looks like we're going to have a record level of exports to China in 2018-19, just based on the early season buying and and all indications. I mean, we don't know when the tensions are going to be resolved. The increase in acres, I mean, I just think like a lot of farmers, you know, the best economics kind of during the growing season. And remember, we had kind of like some concern heading into the growing season about, you know, it was like cold and it wasn't wet, but it was cold and dry sort of uh, during the um, planting season. So, you know, people were, oh, it's going to be a long, it's going to take a long time to, uh, to plant. In the end, we actually ended up planting pretty, you know, in a normal range of time, I guess is what I would say, like it, it heated up and people were able to get into the field because they were dry. There wasn't a lot of snow kind of making it muddy. And I mean, I just think like 
you know, with canola, people like prices for canola and soybeans in particular were both quite high during the planting month. Since then, soybeans has fallen apart quite a bit. Canola has held up a little bit better, aided by the weak Canadian dollar, aided by the trade tensions that are pushing some demand towards canola. Now on the Stats Canada numbers for soybeans, soybeans down 13%, barley up 13%, and lentils down almost 15%. What's your thoughts there? Well, our soybean number is different than uh, Statistics Canada's number, and it's solely related to the situation in Manitoba. They have Manitoba down, we have Manitoba up a little bit, and based on our analytics and our surveys, Farmers did a little bit of a pivot during the planting season. Soybean prices locally in Manitoba were very high at that time. New crop prices also were very high. New crop soybean cash prices were very high for them. So we saw the farmers who were intending to plant less acres switch their decision-making and and planted actually a slight bit more soybean acres. And the discrepancy is about 400,000 acres, and uh, that's our difference between FarmLink and Stats Canada. So we saw more acres there. The barley and the oats, all of those numbers, the lentils, all of those came in very close to where Stats Canada was and FarmLink, like within uh, standard deviation. So we don't have any big issues with uh, Statistics Canada on those fronts. We would tend to agree that our information that we've been gathering and our analysts would support the barley, oats, lentils, and the P numbers. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Some farmers in the northeast part of Saskatchewan around Melville have started grain deliveries to the new G3 Hype throughput grain terminal at Melville this week. The plant manager, Chris Downey, says it's the start of commissioning the terminal structure. Fill up the, the concrete slip evenly just so it settles into the ground evenly. So we're taking in about 17,000 tons here in the next two weeks or so. And then we let it sit for a month just so everything becomes secure. Downey says the draw area for grain so far has been within about 60 miles around Melville. The Melville slip pour was completed last summer, but the loop track delivery system will not be complete until mid-August. For that loop track, we're 134 cars. CN will bring in the cars and leave their engines hooked up, and then we drive the train around the track and load our cars, and they come back and pick up their train when we're all done. All in, in all... For 134 cars, will be done loading within 10 hours or so. The G3 Prairie Terminal Network links with a massive new export terminal at Vancouver, as well as facilities on the Great Lakes-St. Lawrence River system. The company says the inland terminal loop track design, linked with its export terminals, should provide almost continuous grain movement to unload 134 car unit trains in six hours when fully operational. G3 Global Holdings is Bungie Canada and the Saudi Agricultural Livestock and Investment Company. They now own the assets of the former Canadian Wheat Board. U.S. President Donald Trump is continuing to hammer away at Canada when it comes to the dairy industry. Every time Trump goes to Wisconsin, USA's primary dairy state, more news headlines hit Canadian airwaves with how unfair Americans are treated by the Canadian dairy industry, among other arguments that have to do with NAFTA. 
Joy Smith with Sask Milk and Blaine McLeod, a dairy farmer outside of Moose Jaw, sat down with Brandon Graziano on our brand new show, A Closer Look, and they spoke about their thoughts on what's happening in the current landscape. You know, Brandon, it's an interesting thing as we go through this because, as you said, we're hearing a lot about dairy and it's a big, it's a big issue with the media and with people, but uh, we're a really small, small part of U.S. Canadian trade. Like, it, we are, it's really, really small. So it's, it's kind of, it's unusual that we're in this sort of spotlight and it's become a thing that Donald Trump seems to have had some focus on. And um, the fact is that the U.S. has a huge trade surplus with Canada and dairy, and that's Donald Trump's focus is trade surpluses, right? So it's it's interesting that we're getting sort of picked on to an extent when it comes to to NAFTA. Um, dairy isn't in NAFTA. The supply managed none of us are in NAFTA. That was completely left out of the last NAFTA. And so, the fact that this is coming up now is you know expected, but it's uh, it is unusual that it's been such a big deal. We're at a, a situation that we're very concerned with, obviously when when Trump continues to fixate himself on on one element of of a of a situation that he thinks is very much in in their disfavor he conveniently forgets all the time that there is considerable access to Canada's market that comes in tariff-free. The words tariff-free are never, ever mentioned, Mm -hmm. and yet he only talks about 300% tariffs on dairy. That is true, but there's a line up to where uh, imports come in without tariff, and Canada is fulfilling its obligations in that regard. Uh, The American situation is such that that only 3% of their market is filled with imports. Canada's is 10%. And so that's, that's a significant thing that's forgotten. He goes for the sound bites. And if he gets applause about what he says, he keeps repeating it. And, and that, that's a poor way of developing policy and, and trying to negotiate with, uh, with what has been your friend and neighbor for, for centuries. And uh, it's a very, very concerning thing for us. Trump wants Canada to end dairy supply management when most farmers don't want that. You can listen to the full interview with Smith and McLeod by heading over to 620CKRM.com. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hollow's Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson of Hollow's Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin' Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola fell $1.20 at four eighty-two sixty-four. Oats gained $4.45 at $157.09. Number one red spring wheat went up five forty-four at two twenty-seven fifty. The rest were unchanged. Durham two fifty-five seventy-three. Feed barley 172.63, flax 482.42, yellow peas 230 dollars and 54 cents. Feed wheat 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July spring wheat is up 16 and a quarter cents at 5.37 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180. Or Weyburn, 842-4574.
This is Graham Barnett with the Market Report, Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw, just under 400 cattle on offer here Tuesday. Cow market looked a couple, three bucks lower again. A lot of these good cows, 81 to 89. The odd sale into the low, low 90s. <clears throat> good bulls are going to bring a dollar 12 right up to a dollar 20. Some of them high yielding bulls will bring 20, 24 bucks. No regular sale next Tuesday after the 1st of July. Next sale will be the 10th of July. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 187 to 198 per CKG. Today, sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling a range of 188 to 197 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, June 29th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 194.82, Ham Scash, 193.32, Thunder Creek Burko 198.41 and high like $198.01 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four contract prices opened sharply lower this morning. Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up 22 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3267. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76 cents US. Market focus is squarely on the results of the hogs and pigs report, which may have surprised some traders with an increase in the breeding herd of 3.5% approximately twice as large as the average industry estimate going into yesterday's release. Several of the market hog categories also showed more extensive growth in inventory than was anticipated, which will add the supply pressure in the late summer and fall time frame. Market reaction was decisive this morning, with all the fall and winter month lean hog futures contracts losing more than $2 U.S. a hundredweight, or approximately 5% of their value. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly cloudy and showers this afternoon. Risk of a thunderstorm, the high 22, the low 12 degrees. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30%. Chance of showers in the afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm, the high 24. Chance of evening showers tomorrow and the low of 12. Sunday, showers, the high 18, the low 10. Monday, partly cloudy, 30%. Chance of showers, the high 22, the low 10. Tuesday, sunny skies, the high 21, the low 15. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 27, the low 14. Thursday, sunny, the high near 26. The normal high is 25 for this date. The normal low is 11 degrees. The sun rose at 4.50 this morning. It sets at 9.14 tonight. Around the province, first, though, let's look at the hot spot. It's Saskatoon at 23, and the cold spot is up in the north, Collins Bay, at just a chilly 10 degrees this hour. On the roundup, Estevan 22, Saskatoon 23, Swift Current 19, Weyburn 19, Yorkton is 20. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 20, that's 68 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 10. Humidity 54%, the barometer rising 101.0. Light rain in Moose Jaw, 18 degrees. Winds are from the west at 8. Once again, Regina cloudy and 20, that's 68 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.